You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Age of Radio. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man. Joining me, as always, is my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? Dude, we, we've got some things to talk about today. Yes. Some crazy stuff happened this week. It was a Boy. wild one once again in football land, and I'm yeah. ready to discuss. Let's do it, brother. We're going to start off with the NFL standings as we stand now in the AFC East. New England is on top of the division. Holy crap, where did that come from? What? Wait, what? I know, right? They are now 7-4 and four with a 636 win percentage. The Bills dropped to 6-4 and four after their tough loss, dropping to 600 on the year um, win percentage-wise. The Dolphins, with their victory, jumped up to 4-7 and seven with a 364 win percentage. And the Jets, once again, <laughs> Jets, <laughs> as he dropped to 2-8. and eight. With a 200 win percentage. In the AFC North, the Ravens are 7-3 with a 700 win percentage. The Bengals are 6-4 with a 600 win percentage. The Steelers are 5-4-1 with a 550 win percentage. And the Browns are 6-5 with a 545 win percentage. Luckily, that tie for the Steelers gives them the slight edge over the Browns right now. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird, right? Mm. It's like you didn't win one. But since you didn't lose... But since you didn't lose, we're going to give you a little bit extra. Hey, but you know what? I'm a Steelers fan, so I'll take it. Right? You're above the Browns. That's all that matters, right? Exactly. Now you just got two more teams you got to climb up. You just flush them down, man. You know what I'm saying? That's right. If it's Brown, flush it down. That's how we roll. Anyways, out in the AFC South, the Titans. Um, What <laughs> happened there? Dude, well, what We'll get to that. Yeah. Our eight and three with a seven twenty seven win percentage. The Colts six and five ran all over the Bills. When we come. We'll talk about that later with a five forty five win percentage. The Jaguars. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> They've had to play San Francisco. Uh, don't feel as bad after our loss last week. And they are 2-8 and eight with a 200 win percentage. And the Texans, how do you even put your, your team in the... In the same vicinity as the Jaguars, bro. Well, when we looked as terrible as we did Monday night, that's why. Okay, whatever. Uh, the Texans, with a surprising victory, ending their pitiful losing streak, finally, are now 2-8 and eight, and at 200 as well. In the AFC West, the Chief Ace, Hey, Chief A. Won again. They're 7-4 and four with a 636 win percentage. The Chargers, I'm sorry, bro. Sunday Night hey Football. Man, it was a good game. It and, was. It was a great and game. I like Herbert, so either way this would have went, I probably would have been okay with. Um, it does suck that the Steelers lost, but mm-hmm. it, it's kind of cool to see Herbert shine, right. you know what I mean? So. Yes, sir. First uh, quarterback in NFL history with at least 350 yards passing, 90 yards rushing. That's freaking awesome, right? Yes, sir. They are 6-4 and four and 600 on the year. The Raiders lost, dropping them to 5-5 five and five and 500. The Broncos were, I believe, on a bye week this week, if I remember correctly, are 5-5, five and five, maybe 500. In the NFC East, the Cowboys lost to those Chiefs, dropping down to 7-3, 700 win percentage. The Eagles put up 40 points with their weird-ass offense and moved to 5-6 and six with a 455 uh, win percentage. Uh, Washington football team got their best of their well. Ron Rivera got the best of his former quarterback with a four to six win over the Panthers. Or sorry, are now four and six with that win over the Panthers with a four hundred win percentage. And the Giants lost on Monday Night Football. Not surprising, dropping to three and seven with a three hundred win percentage. In the NFC North, the Packers and Vikings battled it out. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Packers low ended up losing eight and are eight and three with a seven twenty seven win percentage. The Vikings, as we said, won that game are five hundred now at five and five. The Bears lost; they dropped three and seven with a three hundred win percentage. And the Lions are still winless at zero and nine and one, but have that it the other it of a point percentage points that the Steelers have at point five zero win percentage. In the NFC South, the Buccaneers won, moving up to seven and three with a seven hundred win percentage. The Saints are five hundred at five and five with that loss to Philly. Um, the Panthers are five and six at four fifty five win percentage, and the Falcons are four and six with a four hundred win percentage of losing on Thursday night football. Uh, in the NFC West, the Cardinals. I don't know how you keep winning without Kyler Murray, and Colt McCoy is your starting quarterback right now. But you keep doing it. Our nine and two and eight eighteen win percentage. The Rams uh, were off this week, seven and three still at the seven hundred win percentage. The Niners, as we talked about, beat the Jaguars, moved up to five and five and five hundred. And the Seahawks, I don't know anymore with the Seahawks. They are three and seven with three hundred win percentage. Surprisingly, yeah, dude, to say the least. All right, so let's get into some college notes here that we got going on. Let's go, bro. After another disappointing loss, this time to Missouri, the University of Florida has relieved head coach Dan Mullen of his coaching duties. This was the team's fourth straight conference loss that was broken up with a shootout victory over Sanford. A game they trailed at halftime, by the way, even though they did win that game. The loss dropped the team under 500 going into the rivalry game with Florida State. 
Mullins had nearly upset Bama in back-to-back matchups, but the rest of it has been average at best. Fans are clamoring for the return of Urban Meyer, especially since there's been rumblings. He doesn't enjoy some of the NFL rules. Plus, it's not as easy as he thought it was going to be um, in the NFL. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the Gators chomping Mullins? Um, it is what it is, dude. Um, I know Gainesville is very football-oriented town, and uh, we want to see our Gators win. Yeah. So um, we're we're not mediocre. We we've never been mediocre. They've always they've always stayed up there in there in the SEC, and uh, it's been it's been tough to watch. So yeah. it, it it it's about time, dude. I I hate to say that because Dan Mullen he's he's a He's a nice guy, whatever, but it's time to move on. He's been a pretty good coach. I don't get how you get your team up for Bama. Yeah. And but that's the, it. But the rest of the season, you're just kind of... Fair. I, I, I don't know. It's really odd. Um, but, I mean, this thing with Urban Meyer, um, I, I, I don't know, though. I don't really see it. Um, and only for the sole fact that... You're not going to get paid as much. Even having a losing season, you're, you're getting paid more being an NFL coach. So but Then again, depends on how much Ford is willing to pay you. Then there's that. So we'll see what happens with this. It'll be really interesting to see what happens. Cause Plus, you're already a legend here. You're still. This is the state he wants to be in. Um, yeah. It's going to be interesting, um, to say the least, to see what happens. Uh, I, I just, like I said, I don't get it. How can you get your team up and ready for Bama, back-to-back matchups with Bama? You know, the SEC title game, we were the only team that really seemed to ever give the Bama their best shot last year. And then this year, we were a two-point conversion away from pushing that game into overtime. Yeah. And then the rest of the games, you've been kind of up and down and muh. It's just like, what the hell, man? It's and then we can't figure out what's going on with our quarterback situation. Nope. It's Emory Jones was supposed to be our guy. And he was supposed to be the future of, of Florida, and it's it's not panning out. So. Right. And, uh, you know, Richardson's looked good, but he's young and he's made mistakes. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens moving forward. Um, they do need to win against Florida State to be bowl eligible. So we'll see uh, They better beat Florida State, dude. Uh, if they don't beat Florida State, there's going to be some angry Gator fans. Well, I can guarantee you, if Mullen was still the head coach and we would have lost to Florida State this weekend, he definitely would have been fired after oh, that game. Oh, yeah, definitely, dude. So there was no – he's fired now, I get it. But if he would have lost to Florida State next weekend, it definitely wouldn't have been. He would not have been back after that. All right. So Penn State today was announced of locking in their head coach, James Franklin, with a new 10-year extension on his contract. Franklin will earn $7.5 million in base salary, and his contract has built-in incentives, including $350,000 bonus for winning the Big Ten Championship, a $400,000 bonus for making the college football playoff, and an $800,000 bonus for winning a national title. Well, each time, if they do that. This contract comes on the heels of the rumors that USC had been looking at James Franklin as a potential option for their head coaching vacancy. So, Cooper, the Nittany Lions locking in their coach for at least 10 more years. That's a good thing, right? I like that. I really do. I mean, because, you know, 
Penn State is a good uh, football program, and he's he's done them well. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the NFL, how many people have come out of Penn State? True, a lot of good players. That's so also known as Linebacker University. So yeah, there you go. Right? One of them is just helping Dallas's defense extremely well right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Micah Parsons, uh, Jabril Cox was a good pl- not not Jabril Cox. He was um, LSU. Um, Ozaway for he's playing on Baltimore's defense right now. Yeah, um, he's doing pretty well. He's not he's not a headliner like Micah Parsons is right now on the Cowboys defense, but still. But he's still making plays and doing mm-hmm. his thing in the NFL, dude. And I mean, shit, that, dude, that ran almost so much, right? Yeah, he ran under four four as a linebacker. That's just crazy. It That's nuts. scary. That's Can just... you imagine that running at you? Oh God! Ooh, I don't want to. Thank you. I don't want to. Guy moving that fast? I mean, shit, it almost looked like uh, the fan that the tackled uh, Rollins on Monday night last it, night. It'd be like the Flash. <laughs> or just about, it seemed like. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, this was a great move by Penn State. you got to keep your coach. Because um, I, I don't. I just don't see what. where do you go after that if yeah. he leaves. Yeah. I, I, there's not a whole lot. I mean, you could – Try to get Urban Meyer to leave the NFL. Probably not going to happen. Uh, Mullen, I don't know if you want to bring him up after the fiasco. That kind of you kind of feel like it is at Florida. Uh, it, so I mean, you could probably try to get somebody in one of the lower schools to bring them up. I just, I'd rather lock in the coach that I have because I just don't see a someone better, honestly, at this point. Yeah, man, it's going to be definitely. Uh... Good to have them stay there and and uh, keep their tradition going. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll see some good, uh, some more good defense come out of that school. All right, and of course, uh, needless to say, the Big Ten is better when Penn State's on top of its game, and the best way to do that right now is just maintaining Franklin. All right, so I'm going to take a week off for, from bashing the refs this week. This and because this has me wondering how how this Oregon team. With Kayvon Thibodeau out, went into Columbus, Ohio, and beat Ohio State. Getting walled by the Utes in Salt Lake City just seemed to be an exclamation point on a team that was overrated. Anthony Brown continues to struggle with um, consistency, and the team really didn't stick to its bread and butter of running the football in that game. I really think now is the time to move on to Ty Thompson and see what we have in him going forward. I would say so, but I think they're going to run with Anthony Brown for the rest of the year just because... I know. that That's that's their guy for now. and uh, But yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens after this year because we're finally going to get another quarterback. And maybe we'll get more of a quarterback that's going to stick around for a little while. You know what I mean? Because right. Anthony Brown is, what, a six-year senior, so... Mm-hmm. You know, it's um, he, we weren't going to get much out of him anyway. So, right. I mean, we don't like we only really got him back this year because of the COVID uh, last yeah. year. So he, everybody was given an extra year of eligibility. I mean, so technically he's a fifth year senior, but he's not. He's really a sixth year senior. Um, and it it sucked because I don't. I just don't. Anthony Brown's confusing because earlier this year, even with not not just including the Ohio State game, but other games. I wasn't going to say he could be a starter in the NFL, but he would make a hell of a, a decent, decent backup. backup. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, I need you to come in and win a couple games because the starter's injured. You can make great money doing that. Look at Colt McCoy. Look at, um, what's his name? Um, Chase Daniel, for, who played at Missouri. He's made buttloads of money as a backup. Fitzpatrick, dude. Fitzpatrick, he's gotten the opportunities. He's not been to well, but he's also been a backup. And it's worked out for him. It's a decent living as an NFL backup quarterback. But now I wouldn't even he wouldn't even be drafted right now, the way no. things have gone. And if anybody drafted him, it better be at best a six round pick. Not only that, but then you're gonna put him on your freaking on your practice squad and mm-hmm. it isn't really gonna be much, so he's kind of a waste of a pick. And I mean a scout team quarterback if you need somebody who to imitate Lamar Jackson. Yeah. You know, okay, that that's something at least, but now, uh, but that's why I think it would be best to move on with Ty Thompson now and start seeing what he, you got in the kid because you got to see really where he's going to be at, what you need to work on next year. Get him and some actual true game how time. How far did that push us in the in the uh, the, the um, college the football community hasn't been announced yet, so oh, they haven't announced they're going to make us wait. But we dropped to. 12th, I think, in the A people. 11th or 12th. Good lord, man. Yeah, well, we went from 5th to 12th or like 11th or 12th, so we dropped pretty well. Um, I mean, we really couldn't lose again after the Stanford game, so it was, needless to say, um, that that killed us. Um, But I'm tired of blaming the referees. It was also the team overall. Yeah, it was just a horrible game. They didn't... They didn't stick with their bread and butter. They, you know, oh, it was frustrating to watch. It really was. I think you and I both decided at the half that we were done. And we were because it, so, it basically was because it was done. So all all that we got out of that was seven points, and the only thing we missed was another touchdown for and a field goal for um, Utah. So that's all we missed. Oregon's defense needs to step up like big time. Right. Um, I I understand, you know, that they, they they held Thibodeau very well, but at the same time, if they're holding him, somebody else on that squad's got to step up. Yeah, someone's step make up, a play. man. Right. Make plays, do something. Absolutely. I mean, we got Sewell. Sewell's Sewell's a good good linebacker, dude. He he, if he would have stepped up in that game, well, they that's because they play that zone defense and. Yeah. They don't let him just rush the quarterback. He's not really a he. He's not really a uh, pass defender. He is a come after somebody yeah. defender, and they don't use him, utilize him properly in that aspect. Anyway, speaking of Ohio State, the Buckeyes obliterated a very good Michigan State team, fifty-six to seven. The Buckeyes didn't score in the third quarter like that mattered, and uh, what may be the only blemish on an otherwise impressive win at home. Ohio State has just a win out. And they definitely will be in the college football playoff. They face Michigan next week in the big house in Ann Arbor. You know, there was an argument said that, that Ohio State isn't the team they were at the beginning of the year when they faced work. And I, at first, before the, before this last week, before this last game with Oregon, I could argue something. Yeah. But now I'm like... We're not even the same team we were when we faced yeah, them in Columbus. You, can't even, you know, you can't even. We can't so, even talk like that. It, it sucks. Yeah, it was 
it was impressive to say the least. I was just like, this is a Michigan State team. I get yeah, it. They I were kind of overachieving was. a little bit, but this was still a good quality Michigan State team. It's not some team that's been lucky all year. They were impressive for most of this year. Yeah. And then to go into Ohio State and get rolled by 49 points? Dude, it's just unbelievable. I'm just, wow, to say the least, wow. All right, so uh, besides Utah's upset win over Oregon, Clemson upset number 10, Wake Forest at home, 48-27. to Then there were the routes. Number one, Georgia destroyed Charleston Southern, 56-7. to Imagine that, a cream puff game late in your Count uh, late in your schedule. It makes it easy on them, don't Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Gotta love the SEC and their cream puffs late in the year. Uh, number five, uh, Cincinnati wrangled in the Mustangs of SMU, 48-14 at home. Michigan did not look past Maryland on the road as they crushed the Terps, 59-18. Number eight, Notre Dame, trying to keep their playoff hopes alive, took the sting out of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, 55-0. Number nine, Oklahoma State was... Is still trying to keep the hopes of the Big 12 alive for the playoff as they blank Texas Tech uh, in Lubbock 23 to nothing. Uh, number 16, Texas AM annihilated Prairie Review AM, another cupcake <laughs> on their schedule, 52 to 3. And number 25, Mississippi State Bulldogs took a huge bite out of the Tennessee State out of Tennessee State, 55 to 10. Uh, any of those games intrigue you, Cooper? I mean, to say Clemson upset Wake Forest is a bit of a weird thing to say. It's weird, dude. I'm like, what? What? Yeah. And and to be honest, with with these cupcake teams, dude, the committee's got to do something different with with the schedules. They they don't have control of it. It's the the schools that have control of that. It's weird, though. Why would you, like... I mean, I guess, I guess I get it. I get it for the sole fact that, you know, your your starters can relax a little bit. You can, you know, but it's like, why, why do this to these teams? Why, why go in there and kill them like that? Like that's just it. It's asinine. If it's, it's this big of a deal for you, shift your freaking conference schedule down a week. Put that game up in the beginning of the first three games and give yourself a late season bye week because that's basically what you're doing anyways yeah that's basically all that is i mean you're paying a college to come get their butts handed to them right uh your home because you you're we're not going to see next year we're not going to see texas a&m at prairie view a&m we're not going to see mississippi two to three dude we're not going to see might as well just like they might as well just laid down for them but just said we're done we're not going to see mississippi state at tennessee state you know we're not going to see that so what's the point in doing that you know unlike you know oklahoma state shut out the red raiders well that's a conference game michigan took down the terps 59-18 that's a conference game yeah. But we're not going to see number one Georgia at Charleston Southern next year. Yeah, exactly, dude. It's like, what are you doing to these these smaller schools? It's not even. It's, it's just a payday. It's not even fair to them, though. To me, it's a payday, but it's a payday. Is the re- reward really worth the risk of losing one of your star players to not injury? Only that, but think about it. It's like a, it's a payday to who though? The small to school. Who? The small school. Well. 
They're getting the money to go get their ass handed to them. Yeah. Uh, if it was at least a nationally televised game where your team can get some, but you gotta think, yeah, you gotta think about spotlight. these players, dude. These students—they're not yeah. just players; they're students. You're yeah. you're screwing with their morale. You're screwing with everything when you do something like that. Like, imagine how you feel going in there and just getting crushed like that. Right, because at least when we thought about it before, even though Appalachian State has one of the biggest upsets all time, when they went into number five Michigan State in the big, or not Michigan State, Michigan in the big house in Ann Arbor, and they pulled off the upset, that was at the beginning of the year, though. So even though they pulled that game off, they didn't know any better, so they didn't care. Yeah, They didn't go, well, we've kind of had a rough season so far. Oh, we now get to go to Ann Arbor because Michigan has a scheduled Week 10 of the year, because it's basically their bye week. They've been rolling all year. Now they're going to kick our ass. And we've already had an up and down season. At the beginning of the year, they're like, hey, we're jacked up. We're ready to go. Because, you know, everything, anything's possible at the beginning of the year. Yeah. It's not a make or break at this point in your, in your your of your year. Where for these schools, now it's basically, it's, you know, it's just like, oh, my God. We've already had, had a, like a weird year, and now we got to go. Basically, go get her ass kicked by the number one team in the nation. Whoop. Yeah, and, and I mean, imagine how that makes you, your your student morale feel. Like, mm-hmm. you, you go back to class, and you have to eat that. Yep. And, it, and look at your peers and be like, shit. Right? So, it sucks. Yeah, needless to say. All right, let's move on to the NFL. Let's do it. So, it only took a year and a draft that helped them replace their franchise quarterback for the Patriots to be back, and here they are. They played Atlanta on a short week on the road and absolutely dominated the Falcons to shut them out 25-0. The Patriots gained, a pre- gained pretty much gained back pretty much all of their COVID opt-outs from last year, which helped improve their defense greatly. Plus, getting Matthew Judon in free agency has paid off greatly. They also drafted Mac Jones, who was, who was tasked with not with just don't make the dumb rookie mistakes often, and the team will take care of the rest. This has resulted in them taking back the top spot in the AFC East. Unfortunately, it looks like the Pats are officially back. Yeah, man. Uh, the only thing that I can say is this is going to make for good playoff games between them and Tom Brady. A possible Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's about the only thing yeah. that would be. Uh, yeah, good Super Bowl. God, I can't. I don't know. I can't. I don't know if I can watch that Super Bowl though. You know, yeah, because you'd be you'd be rooting for the Bucks. Don't lie. <laughs> don't lie. I can't even watch that Super Bowl. <laughs> don't lie. If it's New England versus the Buccaneers this year, I can't watch that Super Bowl. I can't. We're watching it, bro. I'm not watching We're that. We're watching season. it. I refuse. I don't care. I'll watch it without you. Good. And watch I'll, it without and I'll me. I'll blare it and watch it loudly. And I'll make sure I have my nice, good earbuds in and listening to something else while I'm playing Madden. <laughs> Leading to my team that doesn't look like they're going to make it to the Super Bowl this year to a Super Bowl. <laughs> because, you know, things. Oh, Lord. But, oh, yeah. God, you're 7-3. Chill out. <laughs> Long way to go, stuff. Chill out, bro. Yeah. Anyway, so after the mauling of the Rams on Sunday Night Football in Los Angeles a little while ago, then surviving the Saints at home, it looked like the Titans were poised to run off of the number one seed in the AFC. Uh, then came the Houston Texans. 
And Tannehill came crashing back down to earth after looking like he was ready to take control of the offense in the absence of Derrick Henry. Only to be picked off four times by those Texans, who had not won a game since beating the Jaguars in opening weekend. It'll be interesting to see who this Titans team really is moving forward, since they have head-scratching losses to the Jets and now the Texans this year. Dude. (laughs) Can we say that Houston doesn't have a problem with this? Dude, this is crazy. <laughs> Tannehill, what is wrong with you, dude? How do you go from being a, a decent quarterback, taking over from Marcus Mariota, to oh. losing to Houston and the Jets? In the same year. In the same year, dude. By the way, both teams only have two wins this whole year. They're a combined 4-16 right now. And they have half their wins. Wow. That's the... <laughs> they also kind of makes me feel a little worse about my team for losing that badly to them. But damn, come on, man. Yeah. How do you throw four picks against the Texans? I can't even name anybody on their defense right now anymore because their defense has not been anything close to representable as what it has been before, especially with Watley gone. I, I don't know, man. I just yeah. don't know anymore. Oh, that is just bad. It's horrible, dude. And I, I don't get it. And, you know, while Marcus Mariota gets to sit back and, you know, enjoy Vegas, you guys can suck ass. And he's going to be joyful about it, too, because yep. this is why he hates you, Titans. <laughs> because he doesn't see Marcus throwing four picks nope. in that game. Nope. Neither do I, honestly, because at least Marcus does take care of the ball pretty well. All right, so after losing to the Jaguars on the road, the Bills did bounce back against the Jets we were just talking about at the Meadowlands 45-17 and seemed to have everything back on track. Well, at home this past Sunday, the Colts came in and Jonathan Taylor ran all over the Bills' defense to the tune of four touchdowns on 105 yards rushing. You mean 185? Uh, Yeah, 185, sorry. And Taylor also had a receiving touchdown to bring his total TDs to five. The loss slips the Bills behind the Patriots in the AFC East with a 6-4 record. And they seem to have more questions than answers at this point. I don't know, man. This just seems to be a career day, any given Sunday type thing. So, yeah, I I wouldn't completely put the Colts completely out or, or the Bills completely out of this. I mean... Really? Yeah, but two out of your last three games have been really suspect. And one of them was the Jags. I kind of can give yeah, you the but Colts. the Jags, Jags was, was for a reason. There's a real Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> There's a real Josh Allen in this league. And he has proven who he is. Duval! Okay, but I, I kind of get the Colts, though. They're one of the best offensive lines in the league, and Jonathan Taylor is a really good running back. Yeah. And he proved it that that game. Yeah. So I can give them that one. I have a hard time giving them the Jaguars game, though. <laughs> and I, it's still even hard for me with the Colts since it was in Buffalo. Uh, yeah. yeah. In Buffalo. At least the Jaguars game was on the road. But this was in Buffalo. In the cold. Windy Buffalo. 
Yeah. I don't know. It's... Yeah. Well, anyway, we'll see what happens, man. Maybe they'll circle the wagons and come back round. We'll see what happens. Yeah, that's one of our favorite Boomer Sison quotes right there. I mean, not Boomer Sison. Um, Chris Berman. Yes. Called Boomer. Anyways, there we go. All right. So, is the Pete Carroll era in Seattle about over? This last off season, Russell Wilson's agent put out that the quarterback wanted to be traded. The threat even reached having a preferred destination list of four teams. This was due to Wilson wanting the team to re-sign offensive tackle Dwayne Brown, who was set on sitting out training camp with a new, without a new deal. The team uh, first re-signed some of their players, uh, some other players first, to show that they called the shots, and then eventually re-signed Dwayne Brown and got some extra offensive line help also in the offseason. However, the results have not been good. Granted, Wilson did miss some time due to injury. But even with Wilson in, in, the team just doesn't look competent, and it may be time to move on from Carroll before Wilson forces them to move off of him. Cooper, this offseason could get ugly in Seattle. It, it could very well. Um, I don't know, but I know that uh, you know Russell Wilson is one of them quarterbacks that you give him what he wants. He is MVP material. You give that man what he wants, and you, you do what you need to do to make him happy. Because I honestly think he's one of the better quarterbacks out there. Even the season he's having, it is not completely his fault. Shit happens. No. I, granted, you and I would trade either of our quarterbacks right Definitely. now for Russell Wilson. Yes, please. Um, without question, we would do that. Um, we would have no problem with it. In fact, it's a darn shame that Wilson has not won NFL MVP at all yet in his career. Yeah. As he's proven multiple times that he is the heart and soul that runs that offense. Oh, yeah, man. And it's unbelievable. And I feel that he's been very disrespected over his career. He does have a Super Bowl win. They should have had another one. It was, however, a dumb move offensively. A dumb move. Yep. On an offensive call late in that Super Bowl that cost them. I don't blame. And do you think maybe that's what the what the riff is between him and Carroll? I it mean, really has seemed to gone sideways since then. Yeah. Um, so. Even though they've been in the playoffs, they've been close, but it just starting at that point when he took the ball, even though you were saying you put the ball in his hands, everybody in the world knew you should have ran with Marshawn Lynch. That was just a bad call. Um, and it's just weird to think that this might be the end, but honestly, if it comes down to Pete Carroll or Russell Wilson, I'm taking Russell Wilson. Sorry. All day. Pete Carroll's getting old, man. Yeah. All right. As for the rest of the games, the Dolphins went to New York and got themselves a hard-fought win against the Jets, 24-17. The 49ers got to travel clear across the country to take on the Jaguars on a bit of a short week, coming off an emotional Monday night win over the Rams and took care of business, 30-10, to improve to 500. The Ravens were without Lamar Jackson, but they still managed to handle the Bears enough to win on the road, 16-13. The Lions are still winless as they lost on the road to the Browns, 13-10. The early game beasts of Minnesota shocked the Packers at home, 34-31. The Eagles flew high on Sunday with a 40-point game against the Saints, 40-29. Ron Rivera and Cam Newton got to square off in Carolina, 
but Riverboat Ron got the upper hand 27-21. The Bengals took care of business despite being in Sin City as they beat the Raiders 32-13. Dallas went to the House of Loud in Kansas City and forgot their offensive talent as they lost 19-9 to the Chiefs. The Steelers rallied in the fourth quarter on Sunday Night Football in Los Angeles with 27 of the 37 total points coming in that frame. However, Justin Herbert was cool as the other side of the pillow and led the game-winning drive against the depleted Steelers defense to win 41-37. And the Buccaneers put the clamps down on the Giants to win 30-10 on Monday Night Football. Cooper, any of these games stick out to you uh, besides the obvious? I know where you're going first. Not but. to be a homer, but I'm going to be a homer. I don't this, blame you. This Steelers and Chargers game was freaking phenomenal, bro. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Herbert, he had ice in his veins all night. That kid was cool, calm, and collective. Mm-hmm. What you want to see out of a starter quarterback. Oh, Ooh, yeah. It just gives me chills, dude. Oh, yeah. It sucks that it was my team, but I'm just like, <laughs> yes. Herbert. <laughs> He's over there. Herbert. <laughs> yeah, uh, Herbert, once again, just showing poise beyond his years. And the way he just controls an NFL offense. Here's a real question. What you think? Is he the next Peyton Manning? Oh, he's... He's more mobile than Peyton Manning. So I that's know, kind of that's hard. I'm saying. It's like... I like what um, um, Colin Cowards basically called him. He's a more... He's not... Okay. This is going to come off wrong, and it's... I'm not... I'm kind of misquoting him on this. But he's saying he's a smarter Andrew Luck. In the fact that he protects his body where Luck didn't protect his body, which led to the injuries that eventually led to his early retirement. Herbert gets down. He gets out of bounds. He doesn't try to truck everybody he comes across. Yeah. Which is smarter in that aspect. Granted, we all know that if you go to Stanford, you have a 4.0 GPA in architecture. You're a freaking <laughs> smart person. We know that. He's yeah. very smart. I'm not giving Andrew Luck that. The fact is, though, he played offense as quarterback wrong in the fact that it was kind of dumb to sit there and try to run to people over. Body, yeah, yeah, to put your body on the line every time you cross the line of scrimmage. Take off, yep. yes. Yes. That's... So I'm not... Because I'm not trying to say he's stupid in any of the No, form. man. I he would, just wasn't smart to try to take on everybody. I'm surprised no one has ever... No one this year has yet clamored for him to come back and, and take over one of these teams like Broncos or somebody that needs a good quarterback because he is still that damn good. I think he just... He needed some time off to rest his body. He doesn't want to come back. Because before they made the trade for Carson Wentz, the Colts asked if he wanted to come back, and he said no. He needs to come back. Well, they own his contract, right? So if he comes back, they're going to have to be willing to trade him. Oh, so then there's that. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. But other anyway, so that's what I'm saying. He's going to be more comparable because he's athletic like Luck. He has a strong arm like Luck. 
He's pretty accurate, like a lot. He just doesn't try to take on everybody and everything when he crosses the line of scrimmage when he has to scramble. Yeah. He get he tries his best to get down or get out. Yep. Um, he doesn't really try to find somebody and truck them. Like Andrew Luck always tried to do. But what about the, what about this Eagles and Saints game, dude? Holy crap. I've never seen a team that has to rely so much on an RPO-style offense in the NFL. College, you see it all the time. Yeah. Especially the, the Ducks revolutionized that with Chip Kelly. Yeah. But in the NFL... You don't see this crap. And it's working. <laughs> so far. It's working. So far. Until and Wait until they have to play Bill Belichick. Then there's that. Yeah. Then tell me it's still working. Because yeah. as soon as Bill Belichick figures it out, everybody else will copy and then down go the Eagles. But for right now, yeah. Holy crap, man. I just... <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. I've never seen this before. But, of course, I enjoyed uh, the Minnesota-Green Bay game. because. And how about Kansas City back on top, baby? That's what's up. Everybody was saying Mahomes, it was it was over, it was over. No, they're back on top, baby. Yeah, but their defense actually played very well in this game. Um, that was because, obviously, 19-9 is not a great, <laughs> yeah. a great deal of but separation. Still, they but they won. Yeah, they won. That's what they were needing to do. Um, Mahomes didn't have the game he had against the Raiders, but he did enough. The defense stepped up like it's been needing to in quite a few of their games, a lot more, and uh, you know shut down a very potent offense in Dallas. Can so. the pesky Ravens just go away, please? No, they're not going Can they away. Just go away. No, they're not going away. They don't even have their quarterback right now. Go away. Hey man, I can't get. Freaking Arizona to go away, and they haven't had their quarterback for three games. I know. Then there's that too, right? They won't go away. They think they're better than they, <laughs> they are. They might be though. That's the they scary might be. Thing. They That's might scary thing. be the best in the league right now. That's just crazy. You're gonna make me throw up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Never wanted to hear Arizona is the best team in the league since you know Kurt Warner retired. Well, Kurt Warner was there, I was okay with it. But now, no. No. I want to take a rolled up paper and hit him like a dog. No. No. <laughs> Bad. Uh, do you think Tom Brady and the offense has finally figured it out and probably ready to run off of that NFC South division now? I think so, dude. And if they can keep it up. If we do see a Patriots Bucks uh, Super Bowl, I'm not watching it. Uh, it's going to be quite interesting to see uh, Tom Brady pick apart Bill Belichick and his new uh, protege. So, hey man, they almost won that game they played earlier this year. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what they can do in round two, right? And Bill Belichick usually has a thing for beating teams the second go around in a season. Um, you know. 2001 Super Bowl, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, we just won't go there. That's, that's, yeah. that's like the first up, cheating. That's Super like Bowl. tearing up some old band-aids, right? Yeah, old wounds that should have healed long ago, but still kind of you know, still kind of hurt. Yeah, a little yep. bit. Yeah. All right, everybody. So we thank you so much for joining us. This was our last episode for the week, basically, because 
We kind of view the weekend as a new week, basically. Yeah. Um, so we will not be here for Thanksgiving. Uh, we hope you all enjoy Thanksgiving with your loved ones. Um, Cooper, we hope you have a good, safe trip down to Fort Myers and back. Thank you, sir. So, I hope you have a good Thanksgiving. Maybe, you know, go out and get something good to eat, dude. I'll figure it out. Go, go, go to the hometown buffet, brother. You could, you could eat a few. You know what I'm saying? Get a couple plates. You'd be good to go, bro. Right. So, uh, yeah. So we, But we hope you all have a good time with your families out there. Stay safe. Um, happy travels. Safe, happy travels for all of you who will be traveling, like Cooper will be. And, of course, we'll be back on Saturday with WWE Talk. We actually kind of actually need to talk about what happened on Monday night. Yeah, it's uh, really quite crazy what happened. So. Yeah. Um... We're just going to lay this out here. Don't do that. I don't care whether you kind of can't tell the difference between scripted entertainment or you just don't really like somebody. Don't do that. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's dumb. It's one thing to get in somebody's face and, and play like you, you don't like them or whatever, but to jump that rail, uh, yeah, it's not. No, I mean, if they're there in the crowd, you kind of want to stay. I've done it. I've done it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Chance Arian, I I said something. He kind of got in my face. I got in his face. I didn't touch him, though. No, no. It's, it's, it's all fun and games. Yeah. Man. That's what it is. Man. And he played it well, well too. He, but when somebody he, takes it that serious. But don't take it so seriously. Yeah. You think you need to lay your hands on somebody. Or you're going to get hands laid on you flat right. out. Of, and, and they should. Yeah. So. So, but we'll discuss that more on Saturday with WWE talk. Um, and we all, and uh, then, of course, we'll have more basketball talk for you. Baseball hasn't really done anything yet. So we'll probably not have baseball talk this one. It'll be, probably be mostly basketball talk. <laughs> um, we'll have to talk about LeBron's suspension and whether yeah, he deserved it or not. Um, uh We'll yeah. talk about it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll give our opinion on whether or not we thought he did or not. It's a it's really just a matter of opinion anyways on that one. Um, and then, of course, we'll be back next Tuesday with more football talk because we'll have lots of football to talk about. We got Thanksgiving. We got rivalry week, basically, for the college football. So And more NFL, of course. Oh, yeah. That's going to be fun, dude. Yes. And for the love of God, if we lose to the Beavers on Saturday, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I mean, if we at least started Ty Thompson and then lost the Beavers because he made some young quarterback mistakes, okay. But if Anthony Brown is quarterback and we freaking lose to the Beavers, I'm going to lose my shit. Just I'm surprised you haven't already. We haven't played anybody as bad as the Beavers. Yeah, yeah. And lost. Yeah. But this weekend was pretty tough. Then again, we did lose to Sanford, and they're about as bad as the Beavers are right now. So. so anyways, but that yeah. was a lot of reffing bull crap. Anyways, we won't go there. We're, <laughs> we're not. We're taking a break from the rest. We're taking a break from the rest. We're taking a break from the rest. Okay. So, as we said, we all hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. This is um, our final call off until Saturday. So. Thank you for tuning in, and as always, keep Keep on on talking talking sports, not politics at the Thanksgiving table.
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at Sports Talk dot Cooper dot Big Man. Or you can email us at Sports Talk with Cooper in Big Man. That's Sports Talk W I T Cooper, the letter N Big Man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.